Hey friend, welcome to the broadcast today as we close out a week here on Bible Tract Echoes. I'm your host, Mike McCurry. I'm so thankful for your listenership today. You know, that reminds me, if I've said it once in the pulpit over the last month or so, I've probably said it a couple dozen times, but one of the great crying shames of my generation is a lack of gratitude. It really, it's staggering. It's stupefying. We so often neglect and forget those that came before us. And my desire is not to do so. And in my search for, in my desire to express gratitude in a way that I should, I must say thank you to you for listening today. The founder of our ministry, Bible Tracks Incorporated, his name was Dr. Paul Levine. He passed away in 1996. He's with our Lord in heaven. I'm so thankful for his ministry, for his service to the Lord, his faithfulness. And I'm thankful for the little book I hold in my hands. It caught my attention because the title is Pre-Wedding Days. Pre, meaning before the wedding, those hours, days, months, years before the wedding comes. I remember fondly those pre-wedding days of my own. June 1st, 2013, my wife and I said, I do. I'm very thankful for my wife. I do my best to show gratitude for my wife. She's given me two beautiful children. I'm so thankful to God for my children and for my wife. But today, we are going to conclude this little booklet that began as a message by Dr. Paul, one of the very first messages he ever wrote at the age of 15 years old. This was back in the 1920s, 1930s. A faithful man served so many years doing such a marvelous work for our Lord and Savior. And today, I'm excited to share with you the culmination, the end of this book titled Pre-Wedding Days. Will you buckle up and listen in? Will you put on your thinking cap? Will you come with a tender heart and open ears as I conclude the reading of this message and this book from some years ago? I hope it's a blessing to you. One of the very last chapters we look at now is entitled, The Honeymoon. What an appropriate name for those newlyweds trip. Dr. Paul says, The Honeymoon. Our bridegroom is heir of all things. Who's the bridegroom that Dr. Paul is talking about? Talking about Jesus Christ. He continues on, We are joint heirs with him. We are going to have a honeymoon beyond description. But where will we be? Right here on earth. For how long? 1,000 years. You see, Christ is coming to this earth as king to set up his kingdom. And the body of Christ, meaning us, we will be his queen. It's amazing to think that we get to spend eternity with Christ. But it begins with that 1,000-year reign. After the honeymoon, though, after the trip, the bridegroom brings his bride to the home which he has prepared for her. And after our honeymoon, Christ will take us to the place he went to prepare for us. He said, in my father's house are many mansions. I go to prepare a place for you. Sweeter as the ages roll by. Sweeter as the days go by. It's amazing to think that we get to spend time with him now, but we'll get to spend eternity with him as well in true love. The wedding and honeymoon is only the beginning of a life of increasing happiness. So, our union with Christ will only be the beginning 
of an eternity of happiness that will never end. We look forward to eternal bliss. There are two things that separate wedded couples here on earth. Death and divorce. Death snatches away one of the lovers and leaves the other to mourn. Divorce, with its evils, robs many children of a home, and two who were once lovers are now parted. Neither of these will have any room in heaven. There will be no divorce courts to blight and ruin. Death, that last brutal enemy, will be destroyed, 1 Corinthians 15.26 says, For it cannot remain in the presence of our Christ, who is the way, the truth, and, of course, the life. Yes, it will mean eternal bliss. No more heartaches, tears, separations, sickness, sufferings, afflictions, pain, or death forever. When Jesus comes, all sorrow will be over forever and ever. Revelations 21.4 assures us. Think of the wedding garment. Sinner friend, in order for you to belong to the bride of Christ and share with us the joys of the wedding and the happiness which will be ours throughout eternity, you must have a wedding garment. That garment is the righteousness of Jesus Christ. It is not your righteousness because all our righteousnesses are as filthy rags, Isaiah 64, 6. Think of it. All you can do is at the very best only as filthy rags in the sight of God. Therefore, all your morality, religions, creeds, and self-righteousness amount to nothing as far as being able to save you. Are you hopeless then? No. Thank God because the Son of God has provided a garment for you of his own righteousness. You can have it by accepting it from him as a free gift by faith. It isn't by trying, but by trusting. Turn from your self-righteousness now and trust in the Lord Jesus Christ. Look and live, the Bible says. But to him that worketh not, but believeth on him that justifieth the ungodly, his faith is counted for righteousness. Romans 4, 5. Accept his righteousness here and now, and you will be able to say with the apostle, and being found in him, not having mine own righteousness, which is of the law, but that which is through the faith of Christ, the righteousness which is of God by faith. He could say this, for he hath made him to be sin for us, who knew no sin, that we might be made the righteousness of God in him. 2 Corinthians 5.21 and because the righteousness of God is by faith of Jesus Christ unto all and upon all them that believe, Romans 3.22, the question is, will you believe? Will you have the wedding garment which the bridegroom has provided for you? question that we begin the very last short chapter with is this. Flirting or waiting? Flirting or waiting? What does Dr. Paul mean in these closing words of this book? Well, he continues, Christians, if the bridegroom should come at this moment, would you be found watching or flirting? A young lover came to see his sweetheart unexpectedly. After having been away for some time, he wanted to surprise her. Just as he was about to knock on the door, he looked in the window and to his keen disappointment, he saw her in the arms of another man. When your bridegroom comes, will you be found true or untrue? Or will he find you wrapped in the arms of the world? What a dishonor to Christ, that so many who profess to love him live so much for this present world with its sins that they will be ashamed before him at his coming. 1 John 2.28 Will you be ashamed when he comes? 
Oh, Christians, because of his love for us, because of our pledge to love and serve him, and because he is coming soon, let us heed the word of the Lord found in Romans 12, 1 and 2. I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. And be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind, that ye may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. May we always be living the separated life, as we read in 2 Corinthians 6, 14-18, Be ye not unequally yoked together with unbelievers. For what fellowship hath righteousness with unrighteousness? And what communion hath light with darkness? And what concord hath Christ with Belial? Or what part hath he that believeth with an infidel? And what agreement hath the temple of God with idols? For ye are the temple of the living God, as God hath said, I will dwell in them, and walk in them, and I will be their God, and they shall be my people. Wherefore, come out from among them, and be ye separate, saith the Lord. And touch not the unclean thing, and I will receive you, and ye will be, and will be a father unto you, and ye shall be my sons and daughters, saith the Lord Almighty." Realize this, friend, by obeying his word, which he has given us in Titus chapter 2, verses 12 through 14, teaching us that denying ungodliness and worldly lusts, we should live soberly, righteously, and godly in this present world, looking for that blessed hope and the glorious appearing of the great God and our Savior Jesus Christ, who gave himself for us that he might redeem us from all iniquity and purify unto himself a peculiar people, zealous of good works. By obeying this word, we will not be ashamed before him at his coming. And we can sing and really mean it, that old song that says, O Lord Jesus, how long, how long, ere we shout the glad song, Christ returneth, Christ returneth. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. In closing, let us all repeat together the last prayer in the Bible. Revelation 22, verse 20. That verse says, at the tail end of this marvelous book we call the Bible, the last prayer, even so come, Lord Jesus. Would you say that with me here as a prayer from yourself one time together? Ready? Begin. Even so come, Lord Jesus. That brings us to the conclusion of this amazing book, this marvelous little book written so many years ago, 60 plus years ago, from a message that was put together almost 90 years ago. It's amazing to think how God has yes, preserved his word for us, but I'm so very thankful for the fact that we have a preserved word of God, but I also get to see these little nuggets of truth from Dr. Paul Levine from so long ago. He's been dead and gone, sadly, for over 25 years, and yet still that which he wrote and preached so many years ago is still so true. He ended this little book with 
just a short introduction to our ministry. Here's what he said back in 1962 about Bible Tracks Incorporated. Now realize these are not current facts, but he said, this ministry is supported by gifts of interested churches and individuals. We are still a nonprofit supported by love gifts and donations from people just like you. He says over 25 million tracks have been circulated in 22 languages. Well, he's a little bit off this year because we are up over 608 million gospel tracts in over 70 plus languages. He says this, Bible Tracks Inc. is a nonprofit corporation with audited accounts. That's still true. We have an audit done of our books every year. He says tracts are provided free when prayerfully used. That's also still true. 80 years since our beginning, we still provide tracts free as the Lord provides. And though the address in this book is a little bit out of date, I can give you our address in just a moment by way of our announcer. Let me encourage you in just a moment when our announcer lets you know how to order our tracks and contact us, jot those things down and use our publications, our gospel tracks that we put out free around the world. Thank you so much for listening to this great book by Paul Levine. Thank you for listening today. Have a great day for his glory and God bless. Thank you for joining us today for Bible Tract Echoes, a ministry of Bible Tracks Incorporated. If you would like to receive a free sample packet of all of our tracks, you can contact us by calling 309-828-6888. That's 309-828-6888. Our mailing address is P.O. Box 188, Bloomington, Illinois, 61702. A faster way to contact us is to go to our website at BibleTracksInc.org. That's BibleTracksInc.org. There you will find more information about our ministry and details on how you can support Bible Tracks Incorporated. Thanks for listening, and may the Lord richly bless you as you serve Him.